0: Hey, College Bound listeners. My name is CC Cornuccio, and I'm a current junior here at the University of Notre Dame. We are so excited to bring you a new episode in our podcast, The Post Notre Dame Experience, a conversation with Notre Dame graduates about what their life has been like after graduation. Whether that was attending graduate school, going into the workforce, or moving abroad, we are ready to share with you the endless possibilities that are at your hands when you graduate from Notre Dame. Last episode, we were joined by Dr. Lauren Michaels, who shared with us her journey as she went from pursuing a neuroscience degree to where she is today at medical school focusing on podiatry. We highly encourage you to check it out if you haven't already. Today, we are joined by Luis Alejandro Lozalde who will be sharing with us what he's been up to since graduating from Notre Dame in 2017. Hi, Luis.
1: All right. Hey, Cece. How's it going?
0: Good. Thank you so much for joining us. As all Notre Dame conversations start when a Notre Dame student is involved, we'd love to hear your Notre Dame introduction. So your name, your major, your hometown, the dorm that you lived in while on campus, and where you're at now and what you're doing.
1: Right on. So, my name is Lisa Salda, originally from El Paso, Texas. I graduated 2017, which is I guess part of the Notre Dame introduction once you're outside of uh, school. And while I was on campus, I lived in ZOM for my first three years. And then fourth year, I was an RA in Dunn. Uh, so that's where I lived then. Uh, nice to hear and let you know that I still haven't been in a place that's still around. <laughs>
0: And where are you at now? What are you doing now in your postgraduate life?
1: Yeah, so I'm uh, in Austin, Texas. I work for Samsung. I'm a chemical engineer currently. And yeah, I've only been here for about, let me say, like six months or so, maybe a little bit over that. But yeah, it's been a good job. I uh, love the city. Austin's great. There's a lot of memes of people moving to Austin. So one of those guys. And yeah, it's been, it's been super cool. Really, really blessed and really excited about it.
0: Awesome. So kind of going off this chemical engineer, I believe at Notre Dame you studied chemical engineering. How would you say that your experience at Notre Dame prepared you for your postgraduate work? Would you say there were any maybe clubs or experiences, courses that really stood out in particular that have helped you now where you're at today?
1: Yeah, so I would say the biggest thing that Notre Dame teaches you, I think as especially as a STEM person entering the work uh, work world is a lot of the like soft skills that you need. Um, a lot of, uh, you know, engineers are known for being very like introverted and not, you know, just kind of buried in the numbers. But I think the best part about Notre Dame is that it kind of forces you to get out of that shell, right, with your experiences in the dorm, with your clubs, with all that involvement. So that being said, while I was on campus, you know, I was very really involved with uh, the stuff in my dorm community, right, like most kids are. I was also involved a lot with, like, uh, Latino ministry and stuff and, like, the Latino clubs. I did a lot with the Office of Admissions, actually. Um, I'm not sure if it's still around, but uh, I was a a student recruitment coordinator for Spring Viz. I believe it, like, merged with uh, another visit weekend and all that kind of stuff. not 100% sure what the way it it looks like now, but I did help a lot with that. A lot of my time was spent under the dome when the Office of Admissions was still under the dome, which is kind of fun. And that being said, you know, just a lot of, like, interaction, planning meetings, right? A lot of, like communicating. Oh, and I'd say another big one is uh, being an RA. Not only following the rules and making sure that rules are great, but also, you know, building community, talking with kids, getting them together. And uh, yeah, just leading a dorm community is a really big part of what you kind of see in the work world. You have to learn how to talk to different people, people with different, you know, skill sets, with different interests. How do you interact with everyone? And that being said, I think Notre Dame prepares you really well for that since you have to talk to so many folks from, you know, all over the country with your professors, with, you know, your clubs and stuff. So. Yeah, I'd say it's a big one. On the technical side, I'd say a big part of it was chemical engineering is, you know, kind of got this reputation of being hard. And I I don't, I'm I'm not going to say that it's not because it really was. Um, (laughs) A big part of the thing that I learned in class, especially when it comes to chemical engineering was, you know, misery loves company. (laughs) Uh, One thing I really got out of Notre Dame that I really loved was this idea that like, you don't have to suffer alone. You know, you would talk to a lot of your like co-workers, students, uh, you know, your, your, your classmates, Uh, You can see I've been in the working world a little little bit too long. (laughs) Talk to a lot of your classmates, right? See who went to office hours, like who was able to get through the homework a little bit better, collaborate. And that really is a big part of engineering, in my opinion, is because like one person, even though they're brilliant, doesn't have all the answers. You got to talk to everyone, put put everything together. And I think I see a lot of that in the workplace. So, yeah, I would say, you know, Notre Dame is just great for this kind of stuff as you might expect to hear some of who went to Notre Dame say.
0: <laughs> awesome. That's great to hear that kind of collaboration continues outside of Notre Dame because one of the things I've loved at Notre Dame my time here is that collaboration, the community, and the lack of competitiveness that really exists here that you might find at other top schools or in top workplaces. So good to know that carries over once you're done. You also kind of highlighted that beyond, you know, pursuing your chemical engineering major you really were involved within a lot outside of academics, or maybe even just interacting with people from different interests, areas, and all of that. You yourself kind of had some varying interests, if I remember correctly, with the minor in theology, which is kind of a very different field of study than a chemical engineering. What kind of drew you to pursuing those two fields of study? And how would you say those have carried into your postgraduate life and impacted the work you're doing?
1: I love that question because I really think there's this kind of idea, that kind of tends to gravitate towards, where you can't silo yourself into one way of thinking, right? So I feel like with, you know, there's this kind of idea of like left brain, right brain. And so if you're only ever using your, I think it's left brain, which is like technical side, you know, kind of like math thinking skills, I think there's a really important part missing when you only focus on one side of the coin as it were and that's why I think when I was really going through uh school I was really interested in pursuing some kind of other you know way of thinking which is which is what you get a lot of with like philosophy and theology I think it's one of the best things it's kind of contentious right but I think it's one of the better things I think Notre Dame does forcing you to take those two semesters of philosophy two semesters of theology because it really kind of forces you to think a little differently especially if you're a stem person right What I really appreciated about theology and the minor that I got at Notre Dame was there's a broad range of theology classes that are out there. That being said, uh, as most folks who probably listen to this might know, Notre Dame's theology department is probably one of the best in the world. I was traveling from Madrid to Ireland and I was on the playing next to this lady who she was a theology professor, funny enough. And I was like, oh, yeah, I went to Notre Dame. And she's like, oh, really? Like, I was there for a conference. And like, you know, I presented this paper and this, is and that. And so it is really world renowned. So I think it's one of those things that you kind of want to take advantage of while you're right there. Um, and that being said, the, again, the range of classes that you took. Um, I took a class on Islam, which was really interesting, especially if you've grown up Catholic like I did. It's great to get a different perspective on faith and like the folks who you hear about in the faith right there's a class that i took on the church and empire which was really fascinating kind of like a historical church history kind of look of the way the church developed from its you know meager beginnings to a you know a worldwide religion right so i would say that was something that's really interesting because a lot of the effects that you see from things like religion and the way that people think and the way that people like believe reverberate even throughout you know, now to this time, into the interpersonal react- reactions and interactions that you have. You see a lot of these things, you may not see it right away, but the way that you present things or the way that you think about things is really apparent in the way that, you know, either your raise or your faith and that kind of thing. And you see a lot of that, you know, especially as engineers, engineers tend to be very, want to only think about numbers, want to only think that things are true in this and this way and that. But in reality, a lot of, a lot of it can be subjective in the same way that, you know, some might say faiths are. So, That being said, I think it's really great to think about not just your, you know, technical things as only being technical, but, you know, put on that theological lens, right? You know, like, oh, well, this person might say X, Y, Z, but this other person might say, you know, A, B, C. Um, And really that kind of melding of the two kind of, you know, left brain, right brain is really fascinating to me and I've felt has been something that I've been really blessed to and able to, you know, apply in my life after graduation. So, yeah, it's really cool.
0: I myself am a marketing and film, television, and theater major. So that's kind of combining that business with the arts and letters. little different than chemical engineering and theology, but I definitely have a good appreciation for finding a balance between numbers and those critical thinking skills. So another question for you as I'd imagine we have some prospective students listening to this podcast. What advice would you have for a prospective student who's looking to go into the chemical engineering major and maybe those who are also looking to have that interdisciplinary focus that you had at Notre Dame?
1: One thing that was really great about the way that I entered uh, Notre Dame and my time there was I had the opportunity during high school to have a couple different classes count towards basics classes you know kind of like your writing a rhetoric and like all those kind of ones I would say if you're able to as a prospective student uh, who you know you see your high school offers these dual credit classes and stuff and you're really interested in having a more broad uh range of classes at Notre Dame I would say try and get into those classes right uh to get some you know credits dual credits out of the way because that really does go a long way in college curriculum right like you've only got a certain amount of like credits and the interesting thing about chemical engineering and just like STEM majors in general, right, is that your curriculum is really focused. You know, as a chemical engineer, all chemical engineers are going to take like Thermo 1 and 2, you're going to have to take like Physics 1 and 2, you're going to have to take all these other things. So if you can get some of those uh, other basics classes out of the way via like something like dual credit, I think that'd be really helpful for you, especially if you want to pursue something with a lot more range like I did. That's the way I was able to get that theology minor was because I had some classes that freed up my schedule through that dual credit stuff. Coming to Notre Dame in general, I will say, um, I'm from El Paso, Texas, as I mentioned previously. Uh, So I am from the desert. Notre Dame is not the desert. In fact, it is quite literally the opposite of a desert. (laughs) So I will say, just kind of be prepared for what you're getting into. It will be cold, it will be dreary. You may not see the sun until May, uh, which is just like fine. Like it's just like the Midwest perma cloud. Just know what you're getting yourself into. And that's okay. It was really great to make friends who are also from like. You know, similar backgrounds. Like, you know, I had friends from Texas and California and stuff who we all kind of like, oh, you know, like this is too cold and oh, this is like too crazy and stuff. And we would all drudge our way to class. But I mean, the first couple times it was really fun to build snowmen mm-hmm. and have snowball fights on the quad. Like, the first snowball fight was like super fun. I always look forward to that. Just know if you're from a place that's not the Midwest, uh, it is it like you should look up what the Midwest is like, especially in the winter. And other things to kind of look forward to, I would say a big thing about. Notre Dame and just be, like, open, I guess. It's a really big and really cool place to explore. Like, there's so many different classes and stuff out there that you can potentially get into, and, yeah, just be open to what comes your way. Like, for example, I mentioned that theology minor, right? Um, I also took, like, tap dancing senior year, which is, like, super cool, you know, Um, and really wild and wacky, and just, like, look look for what classes are out there because there's so much opportunity, and quite frankly, you're in one of the, like, best, uh, you know, research institutions in the world, bestiology department you have some of the top you know talent and minds of your peers throughout the country right like who are your friends and who are your dorm mates so really take advantage of all those folks that are around you while you have that opportunity because let me tell you four years passes by really fast and quite frankly it's some of the best time of your life and at the same time all those folks that I knew then like Some of my best friends now, I still keep in touch with them. Um, When I first moved to Austin, like, literally the first people that I reached out to were Notre Dame friends that I made, you know, in 2017, and who I hadn't even really met until I just heard, like, oh, I heard this person's here. I just, like, reached out to them on, like, Instagram, and sure enough, we, like, have been hanging out, you know? So, like, it's stuff like that, which is really cool about the Notre Dame community, and so if you're coming in new as a, you know, prospective student and stuff, just know that it's kind of like an investment for a lifetime, really which seems kind of scary when you're first as a prospect, like thinking about this, but it's really exciting and really cool because all the experiences you're going to have, I assure you will be the best experiences of your life. So yeah, I would say aside from all that, I mean, come to Notre Dame, like it's so much fun. It's super cool. And bring a coat.
0: (laughs) A parka investment is always a good first purchase. One of my two favorite things about Notre Dame is One, when you're on campus for the first snowfall and you can see all the kids from the warm states see snow for the first time, a lot of them, and they're so happy. It's very fun to watch. And then two, anytime you're out wearing a Notre Dame gear and somebody says, go Irish, the community is everywhere. The Notre Dame network is vast and you're going to get called out for it in a really good way, which is always fun.
1: I might tell you, so uh, I actually just finished, this weekend I was in California, Uh, I was traveling out with some friends from St. Louis, which is where I worked previous to Austin, and there was a woman wearing a Notre Dame t-shirt walking up from the beach, and I was walking down to the beach, and I tossed her a Go Irish, and she tossed one back. It's literally everywhere, like, there are Notre Dame people everywhere and least expected places. I found someone at the top of the Castel Santangelo with a Notre Dame shirt once and it is just incredible like the literal worldwide reach that this school has and also just take advantage of that and love it and it's so cool it's it's one of my favorite things actually yeah.
0: Absolutely I would also kind of love to you know you highlighted that you were in St. Louis before coming to Austin would love to know a little bit about your career path and the scope of your work that you're doing now, just for all those chemical engineering majors listening, who might want to see what opportunities are out there for them with their degree.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I might give a shout out to, uh, for all the chemical engineering friends, Um, if you are interested in reaching out, I mean, feel free to do so. I'm On LinkedIn, you know, I'm sure Ceci will drop details at at some point, but I feel free, I'm always happy to talk and share my experiences. But, you know, for now, uh, what I'll say is uh, this is actually kind of an uh, an interesting story because I always love framing it this way because senior year, I was like really like interested. And actually before then, I actually was really interested in going to like grad school. A long time. I was like, oh, like I'm gonna be a doctor of like something or other. Let's rewind all the way back. When I first started, you know, freshman year, I was a mechanical engineering major, and then I was, then I heard that chemical engineering you could actually go to like med school with, and I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So I went ahead and signed up for chemical engineering, not only because of like the med school idea, but also because I'm stubborn and heard that chemical engineering is the hardest major at Notre Dame. So I was like, oh, obviously I have to do the hardest thing. And so uh, yeah, I was really interested in the health thing. Uh, I ended up taking a lot of like the pre-health uh, track classes, which just means that, you know, you take like organic chemistry, orgo. Um, in the real world, people call it o which is just not right. People also call chemical engineering chem which is also not right. It's CHEG. You know, you take like orgo with like the science kids, right? Um, you also have to take like biology. You take like an extra chemistry or two, and that like fills up your like pre-med requirements, which is like something that you can do with as a chemical engineer, which not a lot of the majors can do. So I did that, and I also took like bioengineering, like uh, electives and stuff, which is also really fascinating. Um, But then I did research uh, over some over like two summers, um, like between my sophomore year and the one between my junior year. The one between my my junior year, I did at Notre Dame, and honestly, like um, I really respect the kids who go into academia after school. Um, It's just not for me because I am impatient. I uh, would do like these experiments and stuff over like uh, the time, and it just took forever and like it would always like mess up or like the results weren't great and like some of the developments that have been happening with regards to the field of medicine right like you know like for example um you know the technology that made like the covid vaccine possible has been in development for like 10-15 years already and wasn't only until recently like approved and like you know made possible to be like a thing to even do uh, until like super super recently so like it's just super long time frame you also have to like you know go to grad school you also have to like you know do a whole thing and i was just like not about it because that's a, even more money that you have to spend it's even longer until you make money that's just my opinion uh and again that's what i'm saying i love i love the kids who go into it because i respect the heck out of you because i could I, I just can't so please don't let this be a discouragement uh from y'all who want to um you know pursue that field um that being said though i pivoted between junior and senior year and started applying for you know industry jobs And unfortunately, you know, kind of senior year, uh, I was trying really hard to get a a job, uh, but I didn't have internships, right? I had, you know, research experience. And so it was a little difficult to get a job right out of school. So at the end of senior year, like spring semester senior year, I just said, like, screw it. Like, I'm just going to uh, enjoy the rest of my time. You know like i'm just going to enjoy last semester of spring you know last spring semester of senior year and just have fun you know uh, which i really encourage you guys to do like honestly don't stress about the future too much Especially as a student who's currently now, like, in, uh, you know, if you're looking and stuff, like, and it's not going so great. Like, honestly, just, like, it's going to work itself out. Like, it's, I know it's easy for me to say as a person who's got, you know, a job. But, like, honestly, like, very truly, like, uh, the time and the the search that you put in, like, will work out. Yeah, so I just enjoyed uh, spring semester, graduated. Um, I got a gig, actually, as a, um, like, RATA in Rome, actually, after graduation. So got to go to Rome and hang out with, you know, study abroad kids there, which is a lot of fun. Um, But then as soon as I came back, um, I started, like, applying again. You know, like, I called it, like, being full-time unemployed. Like, I literally like wake up and like just like, apply, apply, apply all day, network, network, network. And that's what I would say is, uh, networking is like the most important thing. Like, you guys don't, you know, never underestimate the uh, power of networking. Literally, like, LinkedIn's your friend, emails are your friend, the Notre Dame Alumni Network is your friend, uh, you should go onto mynd.edu and go onto the database there, um, and you can search, you know, alumni who are like in certain fields and who are in certain companies if you're interested, certain areas, super, super helpful. So that's what I did, did a lot of that, and sure enough, again, Notre Dame Network, I reached out to a person in St. Louis who was uh, in DuPont, which is the company that I worked for previously, who was from Notre Dame, and I emailed him saying, you know, hey, like, I'd love to talk about this position, whatever. Sure enough, we talked, um, and it turned out that uh, he was the person who was hiring for that position, so I was like, oh, no way, this is great, you know, what a coincidence. So we had an actual formal interview over the phone, then after that, he invited me to come out to interview in St. Louis. The only thing that I'll knock against him is that he was a Kenan Knight, um, and I was from Zom. So, like, that's just, you know, a little bit of, like, history there, but, like, whatever. Went well, had the interviews, and got a job offer. And so, yeah, after graduation, then went over to St. Louis. Mm -hmm. Had been there for about five or so years. I was working for DuPont in a segment which was basically designing sulfuric acid plants. So, sulfuric acid is one of the, like, world's largest commodity chemicals, like, everyone uses sulfuric acid in some way or another Um, it's used in like mining it's used in like refining for oil and gas it's used um, to make fertilizer Uh, it's really really big and so a lot of countries you could actually track their like gdp versus like how much sulfuric acid they consume so really important stuff and really cool stuff And in fact, I was there for, yeah, about five or so years. The pandemic hit and then I went home to El Paso and just worked remotely uh, from El Paso for about like a year and a half. It was like 2020 to about like mid-2021, which was so much fun, you know, hanging out with my family again. At that point, you have to think like I hadn't been home in El Paso since before Notre Dame, you know, like I hadn't been back to Texas for almost like a decade at that point. It was kind of crazy. So it was cool to be back with family. Great, you know, times. And so... Yeah, 2021 came around, went back to St. Louis for about like a year or so, and then decided I kind of wanted to move back to Texas, especially after the fun that I had had, you know, during the pandemic with my family. Mm -hmm. So then I decided to put my feelers out there uh, mid last year. There was an opening at Samsung and reached out, you know, there, got some interviews. And yeah, I've been now working here in Austin for about seven-ish months or so. And it's been a ton of fun. Really, really enjoy it here. Really enjoy the company. Really enjoy the warmth also. And uh, you can see this trend here about like my, my love of weather. It's definitely a change because my work previously in the you know segment of DuPont was more design focused. So it's a lot similar to what my chemical engineering friends might like remember from like process design class and like senior design. It was very much like using Aspen, uh, doing calculations, like sizing equipment, that kind of stuff. Whereas my current job at Samsung is, you know, first of all, semiconductor environment is like way different than like, you know, other industries, you think like clean rooms, you think super small stuff, like cutting edge, really expensive, (laughs) which is crazy. It's also a manufacturing environment, which is something that I wasn't used to. So I've been learning a lot through that just in the time that I've been there, you know, it's been really like different, really cool to kind of like pick people's brains about how things like actually work in real life instead of just like something theoretical like I used to do. It's just really neat to like apply all that stuff that you learned, you know, theoretically and in class and whatnot, like in the real world and do calculations and stuff to see how it actually like affects stuff. For more specifics on like my Samsung drug, I work in like the facilities area. So not necessarily like in the clean room. And the fab is what it's called, but outside of it, basically making sure that everything in the fab, you know, tool and things in the fab get the things that they need. So they need to get like water, they need to get, you know, air. And my job is to work on the scrubbers, which take all the nasty stuff, which is in the fab and all those like tools and stuff, all the stuff that they like gross stuff that they make and make it clean before going back to the air into the atmosphere. It's really cool. It's really rewarding to kind of like know that you're, you know, first of all, putting you know, uh, Samsung and the US, you know, in a really great position for making semiconductors. Um, But also at the same time, you know, you're making sure that, you know, Austin is safe and good, you know, through your efforts working on uh, your equipment. So it's been really cool, really fun. I'm really just excited to keep learning more.
0: That sounds awesome, Well, Glad you're enjoying your time at Samsung so far. That's kind of all the questions that I've had for me. Did you have any comments or last final remarks that you would like to make before we... And our episode for today.
1: You know, I would just say if you're if, if you're a prospective student, Notre Dame is one of the best decisions you'll make. It's one of those things where I kind of look back on my life and the trajectory that it's taken, and it literally could not have been the way it is now if it weren't for that decision that I made. And it's kind of in your hands, you know. You can hear all these really great things that you know I've got to say in other folks, um, but. At the same time, make the best decision that's right for you. You know, weigh everything correctly. For my friends who are currently in school and you know about to enter the workforce and whatnot, it's a really big world out there. It's way different than college. It's really crazy. You know, like not having a dining hall and having to like cook your own food like every single day and survive. But at the same time, like it's really rewarding. Uh, there's a whole you know dimension of freedom you didn't know existed, and it's just really cool to kind of finally choose your own path. Do what makes you happy and just continue with the rest of your life. But as I've been saying now, you know, like it wouldn't have been possible without the great tools, friends, uh, experiences that you had at Notre Dame.
0: Awesome! Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much, Louise, for your time, and thank you, listeners, for joining us for another episode of College Bound. We hope you enjoyed getting to hear just one of the many perspectives regarding what your time at Notre Dame could look like. Make sure to come back next week for another insightful experience from a Notre Dame alum and to listen to all of the past seasons of College Bound on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. See you next time, and Go Irish!